I'm your host, Michelle, also known as Petey, and we're back with mini episodes. Yay! I know, people, I shouldn't be so excited about, like, first episodes of something, but I am, so I'm gonna, like, shout it from the rooftops. I don't care. (laughs) Minis are, I always get excited about because they're nice little, they're short and sweet, and today's is, might be sweet. (laughs) We're doing Jameson Cold Brew Whiskey and Coffee. So when I had purchased this a couple weeks ago, I had posted a picture of it on the Polykill Discord and people were really interested in it. I got a lot of comments about, oh my God, Jameson has a cold brew, have to try it. I guess it was in January and now it's February. There's something about having cold brew coffee and whiskey together that kind of warms the soul a little bit. And that's understandable. I mean, there's a little bit of snow outside here in Northern Virginia. I mean, maybe there's snow where you're at, or it could be 60, 70 degrees like it is in Phoenix. So <laughs> maybe you still want a cold brew. But I love cold brew coffee to begin with. I find it less tannic. It's a little bit more flavorful. So might as well. Might as well try it. See how it goes. So Jameson cold brew whiskey. Let's get right into it. On the label, it says whiskey and coffee. So it's Jameson Irish whiskey infused with natural cold brew coffee flavor. So immediately that kind of, I guess, kind of turns me off a little bit because it's not made with actual cold brew coffee, of course. I mean, if you made it with cold brew coffee, it would probably die and dissipate in terms of like there's no shelf life to it. It has to be of cold brew coffee flavoring. So unfortunately, it's not real cold brew, it's coffee flavoring. But it does say that it's made with Arabica beans from Brazil and Colombia, and there's no added sugar. So maybe I started off saying that this might be sweet, so maybe it's not actually sweet, but we're going to find out. (laughs) This is also at 30% alcohol, so a little bit lower than your natural Jameson. Jameson is at 40%, and what brings down that alcohol is the addition of this coffee flavoring. So like whenever we're making aperitifs or vermouths or anything like that, that requires the addition of another ingredient besides the distilled liquid, that's going to bring the proof down a bit. So that's why the proof is a little bit lower than at the 40% that the Jameson naturally has. Because this is made with actual Jameson whiskey, but the proof makes it lower because we're adding coffee. Like if you add water to it, it's going to lower the proof. And that's how, you know, master distillers will control the proof and how much alcohol per volume is in the bottle. So I'm not against that because this is a flavored whiskey or a flavored spirit. That's very much a standard. I saw there was a lot of like comments online and such. People are kind of pissed about like, oh my God, it's only 30%. Like, yeah, I mean... Yeah, (laughs) you're using actual Jameson and adding something to it. That's going to lower the proof naturally. So calm down. (laughs) Jameson is made. How is Jameson made? Rather, it is triple distilled as many Irish distilleries are. They have really owned up to the triple distillation. Most whiskeys, bourbons, scotches especially are 
double distilled. So adding that extra level of distillation, it is more a little bit more expensive in production. Not that Jameson is very expensive, but it's a little bit more expensive in production. And they say that it gives a more pure expression of the whiskey rather than having it double distilled. So that's the soapbox about it, but it's fine. <laughs> Jameson is made with malted and unmalted barley versus scotch. Scotch is made with malted barley. This is made with malted and unmalted. Then the whiskey is aged for three years in former bourbon barrels. Bourbon barrels because bourbon barrels can only be used once and once you use them you're done with them. So what do you do as the owner of this barrel? You sell it to some other place that makes some other type of whiskey or spirit or I even seen with wine bottles. I mean <laughs> yeah but <laughs> But so the bourbon barrels are very commonly used throughout the world as a vessel to age things because they're very widely available. So makes sense, right? Yeah, totally makes sense. So let's taste. I mean, that's really it. There's not much, there's not much hoopla about it. There's not much fanciness. Ooh, great stories and such. So why not just get into it and figure out if we like this thing? So straight off the bat in my happy little glass. It's very dark, much darker than a typical Jameson is going to be, again, because of the coffee color. It does look like a cold brew. Fancy. <laughs> Give it a nose. Very coffee, cocoa beans, a little hazelnut nose in there. I don't feel like I smell any whiskey at all. To me, it smells like cold brew coffee. I mean, I feel a little bit of the alcohol, a little bit, but it's not like I'm smelling a whiskey and I feel like that smells like whiskey. It smells like I'm smelling a slightly alcoholic cold brew coffee. Like it's just a tinge of alcohol heat. Let's give it a taste. That is not sweet at all. Wow, I was wrong about that. <laughs> no sweetness whatsoever. You do, so like with cold brew coffee, I feel like you have less tannin and bitterness to it. You do feel a little bitterness, but I don't think it's necessarily from the coffee. I think it's from the alcohol. Uh, maybe I'm second guessing myself. Let's have another sip. Yeah, so the nose is much more interesting than I think the flavor profile is. It does taste like coffee. It does have that coffee notes to it and a little bit of that whiskey tinge. But one... You have to like black coffee. I mean, let's be real. I'm just going to be honest with you. You have to be, you have to like black coffee to like this, which I like black coffee. So I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you do get a little bit of hint of the whiskey. It feels like it's missing a little bit of depth in some of the coffee flavor profiles on the palate. Like I get the whiskey and I get a little bit of the coffee, but then it just very much dies off. Like I want with a cold brew, that kind of lingering hazelnut finish that I don't necessarily get with this. And that could be because of the combination of the whiskey or because it is coffee flavoring versus actual coffee, cold brew coffee that you make at home that takes 20 hours to make or whatever it is. And then you just add Jameson to it. It's nice. I like it, but I don't love it. I don't think I'm gonna necessarily drink this all the time. Now, would I put this in a regular cup of coffee or a latte? and call it a boozy Irish coffee. Oh, it's not really an Irish coffee, but we're going to call it a faux Irish coffee. Absolutely. I think adding that additional coffee note to it would be great. 
something like a cream soda or something to this would be really nice, especially since this lacks a lot of sweetness, which is good, I think. But having that super sweetness of a cream soda would go well with this. Or even like I'm having this straight and neat, having this on the rocks a little bit. Or I mean, even if you just warm it up a little and have a little whipped cream on top, add it onto your ice cream, have some boozy ice cream. <laughs> that would be also delicious as well. So there's lots of different uses for this. Lots of different cocktails you can make. There's lots of cocktails on their site which I'll link into the description that you can look up and utilize this for. It's interesting, but I wouldn't say it's, it's a good, easy cheat to have if you like cold brew and whiskey and you don't want to make cold brew coffee and add whiskey to it. Do I think it's better than that? No. I think that this is a good lazy way to do it, and I'm all about having lazy ways to consume alcohol. Don't get me wrong, but it's okay. It's nothing that's blowing my hair back. I, I don't think having it at 30% alcohol is detrimental to the product. I don't think that at all. I think it just lacks a little bit depth of flavor. It It's like it just kind of neutral where it's like the whiskey or the coffee are not the feature point. It's just kind of there. And that's sad. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> that's what we got here. That's what we get with Jameson Cold Brew. I like it, but I don't love it. So it's all right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. I really appreciate it. Go get yourself a little mini of cold brew, Jameson Cold Brew. I think this cost me like a dollar, the little mini. So just super cheap. <laughs> and it's Jameson, so it should be widely available. So check it out. But you can find me on Twitter at PD's Power Hour, or you can email me your questions, comments, or concerns to PD's Power Hour at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard here, head over to our new fancy smanchy website, polymedianetwork.com, to find other five fabulous podcasts like this one. Tales of the Lesser Medium just released a new season of episodes. They're doing Half Life, which is great. Polykill, Drunk Friend, and Indie Quest. So check it out. Tons of fun stuff there. If you want to help out the show, please rate and review on your preferred listening application. Just takes a minute and it really helps us out. Thank you so much, my friends. Drink well. Bye. <laughs>